this is a class a with jay and jay where we talk about the risque and something different every day smoking um I'm drinking are you drinking too or is it just me no I'm drinking I'm drinking wine okay I mean I am as well um and so we just thought like let's shoot the fucking breeze let's just um see what comes up I'm probably gonna edit all of this out anyway anyway so (laughs) (laughs) so we were talking about um the we and how that needs to be brought back. Like, I need that to become popular again. I know they're, you know, Nintendo has been doing like, you know, the, what's it called? The Switch. You, yeah, there we go. Cause yeah. you have one. Mm-hmm. I do indeed have a Switch. And I begged for a Switch last year because it just like the gaming systems that are available now are just not like when we were kids. Like, like, where's the Game Boy equivalent? You know what I mean? Like, I was really tweaking for a Game Boy, and I settled on a Switch. But I really wanted a fucking Game Boy. Mm. And again, Nintendo used to hit, like, for the, not what they call them, not consoles, but what is it called? Like, handhelds? They used mm-hmm. to kill it. And then they broke into the Wii game, and it was a huge revelation. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. What was your favorite what? of the sports? If you, no bowling. Because I feel like, you know, niggas what? love bowling. <laughs> you can't say bowling. I actually wasn't a bowling bitch. I hate, like, I don't hate bowling in real life, but after about, like, two rounds, two matches, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like, let's go home. Or let's I feel like why else. niggas loved it was because a hell of people could play at one time. Yeah. Not it's like a, two, a one-on-one. You can talk mad shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's simple. It's simple rules. Throw the ball. Let that shit roll and hit the pins. Yo, That's remember it? that feature when you would release it backwards and it would show the whole crowd and they would jump and they go, oh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, came, they thought of everything. <laughs> so I think that's why people like bowling. But like I said, after about two rounds, I'm like over it. So bowling wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I no, I love tennis. I think I put tennis mm-hmm. on frequently. Um, I've had a little bit of a tennis pass, not much, just like a little bit. Like I went to tennis camp, like it was a whole thing. I was with a lot of Jewish girls. <laughs> so you already know the vibes. I was like the only black girl with all these, <laughs> all these people looking out of places. Fuck. Yeah. And I had a nickname because of course my name is too hard to pronounce. So I think it was like spicy or salsa or something like that, of course. Oh Lord. Um, you know what's so funny? I went to golf camp and my nickname was JLo. Well, white people just love to give some some little niggerette a name, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was fine. But that was my tennis pass. And so um I like to relive my tennis pass, I think, through the week. And I, I used to love the tennis. Boxing, I would play often too, but the boxing really responsive. Yeah, I did, but it wasn't as responsive to me as like the other games. Okay, sometimes you throw a punch and like it would do like some watery, jittery hand movement, but it wouldn't really like um hit the guy. It would be 
the thing about the boxing was a, it was a little glitchy and you never mm-hmm. really knew that's what i'm saying like it just never really quite got your movements that well it was so fun to play but but yeah those were the the, the three sports i used to do bowling boxing and tennis tennis being the most uh what about you um bowling of course like again like I said I just feel like there was a period of time where every time my family got together like my mom's side we were playing bowling somebody was bowling bowling was on it's a tournament (laughs) so I have an affinity for it because like that was also around the time of the connect I just have a real affinity for it but I would say my hidden one if you're going that way I'll go bowling me I'm not bowling golfing me and my dad Mm -hmm. used to golf Mm -hmm. just us one-on-one like every night for a period of time no oh, oh my gosh i hated golfing niggas love to golf and i was like good. maybe it's my golf pass too like i was forced into do- golf like practice and class and all and like camp yeah, and all that. maybe so maybe that but also i did have a tennis pass and also side note, i'm so glad we even talked about tennis because you know the pickleball craze that's like taking over sweeping the world by storm mm-hmm. i felt like I knew it. Like when I heard pickleball, I'm like, well, that sounds so familiar to me. But then I had texted somebody I went to high school with, and it turns out we played it during gym. And that's why I felt like I knew it. I'm like, oh, I have played this. It was fully PE. I did not put yeah. two and two together. I was like, oh my God, that's so crazy. In my school, it just pickleball. all tracked. Of course they were playing pickleball. It was some other sport that we played a com- like commonly that like I would have never played if I had stayed in the in the Bronx or school, but because I ended up moving upstate New York, like in a predominantly white area, I was playing. What other sport was it? But it's like a pickable s because they love those like niche sports. Like they love can jam. There we go, can jam. Oh my god, have you heard they of that were before? Can jam heads? No, I never played. But do you know what it is? No. They were can jam head so basically it's frisbee right but it's frisbee with like a purpose okay so basically they come and they literally have like this can like it looks like a mini like gas like old-fashioned like gasoline can okay or like which can like a tin can type of thing but on the t- like if you get the actual game it says can jam on it and there's like a little slit in in the tin the can so it's like you're supposed to throw your frisbee like your disc into like into that slit if you throw it into that slit it's like an instant Hmm. win okay um if you hit the can I think you get like points that way too and there's all there's also somebody standing at that can and like if they push your can if they push your frisbee into the can themselves or like deflect it then you know you don't get points it's like that but when I say that they had us playing can jam all the time, I mean, comment down below if you've ever fucking heard of can jam. <laughs> <laughs> like, ever- please, if you are a can jam champion, champion, and please, champion, please step forward. Because I, I just used to just throw it to see if I could hit the, get the frisbee into the fucking can. I didn't care about like playing it for like a win or whatever. Um, huh. But yeah, but that's, that's can jam. That's funny. The only other chic sport I like really played was, um, no, there's one. What's the one where you hit the ball against the wall? You know what I'm talking about in the room. Um. Oh fuck! I played that cricket. Cricket? No. No, it's not cricket. Vin- it's not cricket. No, That's it's the- fuck. 
I feel like it started with an F. I don't know. I don't know. But I played that. But really, the chic one, what I meant to say was croquet. The girls at my school used to love, like, a Sunday afternoon croquet. And I was like, what is this community? What the heck? Like, our school would be closed. We would go to our school, like, in the field. They would just leave it open because they knew the girls loved to play a weekend croquet game. Wow. Chic. And people used to wear, like, very cool outfits to do it, too. It was very cool. Um, but, yeah, that was, that's no, my chic. But it's going to kill me. What is the name of that game? And I can see, because I, obviously, because I just said I played it. Like, I can see it. Whole conversation, because my aunt loves it. And she would, like, take me, you know, in the city, they have a lot of those courts in, like, these parks. And she would take me to go play. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to do this. I, so I really should know it. Maybe that's why I'd erased it from my memory. Damn, I, I do not remember it. Oh, well. Oh, game that you hit the ball to the wall. Mac <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? They love a racket type, mallet type game. Like, a black people it's think not- it's like a very much so, like, it's just a ball, and that's just how we play. But just they love like an accessory. Right. But it's not handball. Oh, is it handball? No, handball is like kickball. I yeah, think. it's not handball, I don't think. Damn, I do not remember. Squash. Is it squash? It's squash! It's squash! Yes, squash! squash. 100% it's squash. <laughs> First of all, anyone listening to this is probably like, yo, you dumb bitches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> screaming at us saying it's fucking squash. It's squash! Oh my god, yeah. I, oh, I'm glad you found that. That was going to eat me up tonight. Tennis, baseball, bowling, golf, boxing. Oh, I forgot about baseball. I never played baseball. I wasn't good at it. No. I didn't want to play it. Like I said, yeah. <laughs> I did tennis, ten, I guess tennis, bowling, and boxing were my my three. And then you said tennis, bowling, golf were your three? Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. <sighs> what a time. Like, and now it's like the PS5. I, I haven't played with a PS5 yet, have you? Um, Not the five. I, you know, I have my four. Um, I haven't been on- has a five. And they, but what's but, the appeal of the five? I guess, like, if someone could give me an elevator pitch of a five, what's the point of having the five? Unless you got the vintage or retro gray to nod to the early odds. That was the only reason I felt as though the five was appealing. But what's the well, difference? With the five, it's obviously better gameplay because, you know, they just, they up all, like, I'm not really a techie, like, in on that level. But you, y'all know what I mean. Like, the frames per second is different the you know all that shit is supposedly different i say supposedly just because i haven't played on it mm-hmm. um i think one of the also the other big appeals is that you don't have to get like discs anymore it you can just like completely like download like there's no um okay there's one that doesn't have like a disc component mm-hmm. and so it's just thinner more memory type of like that type of thing that matters to some people okay the disc thing makes sense to me that makes yeah. sense yeah I think you can get one with the disc, but there's also one you can get without it. The disc like slot. And then, um, you know, just like a different design. That's really all that I feel like changed with it. I'm still happy with my PS4. It does a lot. I used it more in my old apartment than I do in this one, but that's going to change, I'm sure. Um, we should play when I'm there. I know, because you know I have a whole bunch of shit. I even have the like a virtual reality. I know. We, we lived together for an entire year, and that entire year, at one point, we were going to have a game day, and we never did. We never did. But I do have some games. We could change that. We could change that. Um, 
<laughs> that reminds me, and I'm I'm so glad that this came up. Honestly, like organically. Wow. Wow, what insane. a transition. Nothing's better because than a true blue transition. Because <laughs> one of the questions I was gonna ask you are like it's like, what are some like like things you feel like you've done or do since like childhood or like your teen years like hobbies or like pastimes that are not necessarily like that common or you feel like people like wouldn't think you do or like people have always had a comment when you do it because for me speaking of games mm-hmm. like watching video game tutorials and like walkthroughs on youtube is like one of the things that i like to do and i didn't realize that like other people don't do it until like i had mentioned it to a couple people and they're like wait what and I was like, yeah, like, I like to just watch people play video games. I low-key could be on Twitch if I really wanted to, but not really, because, you know, they'd be saying some crazy shit. At no, Twitch <laughs> is unfiltered. It's giving Reddit <laughs> energy where you can really truly YouTube, say whatever. They care about the subscribers. They have a little bit of coof. So, like, I like They love a hard people. R on Twitch. Like, it's wild. Exactly. So, I just stay away from that. Um, but, yeah, but, like, that's, like, one of the things that I like to do. I don't know why. It's just, like especially if it's like a horror game because it's just like video games nowadays are like a fucking like movie like it's like there's so many like cuts like cut scenes in between the gameplay that it feels like you're watching a movie almost um and then the running commentary with like the people that are you know playing the game also is usually a little funny um wish there were more women in the industry but that's a side note but yeah but that's like what I like to so I was like I meant to ask you one time like do you feel like you have something equivalent or not I feel like I have a lot of weird things I do honestly I thought of like five things after when you said it because literally just now we were talking about before we got on we were talking about good mythical morning because that is a show I watch pretty much five days out of the week they put out five episodes I watch five days a week like (laughs) unless it's an episode I don't want to see sometimes there are so I would say four times a week but I'm all in like I love them and that's so unexpected it's too hetero white guys that's like mm-hmm. not my vibe but I just love Rhett and Link like I just do I think they're brilliant I think they're creative I think it's genius what they've done um mm. so I feel like that's my weird YouTube thing I would say but the other thing I thought of like actions was like you know I do choreo like and I be in here like you think I was Lorianne Gibson like I'm in here acting <laughs> an absolute fool like <laughs> if they had a hidden camera it's all the choreo I come up with. You would think the other day, I literally in my mind, like, I kid you not, this is actually psychotic. I'd seen something of Britney and I was just listening to somebody had mentioned like UC Gamey. So I put it on and I truly choreoed it like as if it was the VMAs. Like that was, was my crazy. mindset. I'm like, it's the VMAs. Britney is doing this song. What are you like? What's the choreo you've got? You know, what's crazy. I do the same thing, but I don't like do it like myself. But, like, when I hear a song, like, and that's how, like, I write if a song is good. If I'm, like, mentally, like, doing choreo, like, mentally, like, imagining myself doing a dance move, dance step, or, like, a whole, like, routine to something, that's how I know a song is, like, fucking good and it's hitting me. If I can imagine, like, me performing it in a way. Um, yeah. So that's, that's funny. And that's, again, that's my dance pass. I, fun fact, I literally have taken dance classes since I was three. It was something my parents put me in very early. My parents were very much so like do everything and see what ha- what sticks and that's just one of the ones that just stuck so and it's literally how I met Kaylin like 
I don't know. Dance was such a big part of my life. And I don't think I realized that until I wasn't dancing and dancing like more. in college. I stopped dancing. Like I did the tryouts for the what the fuck were the girls at Penn State? Where was ambitions? Ambitions. I did the ambitions auditions, but then I was working. So my schedule didn't allow for it. So then I didn't do it. And then I just forgot about it. See, and my thing is like, I've always wanted to dance. Cause like, again, I would have my own mini concerts, like whether like physically or like in my head, but like, for some reason, my mom never put me in dance. We I've been in other shit. Like I've been in swimming. I've been in tennis. I've been in taekwondo yeah I've been in like real like not even like hardcore sports but I've been in some some fucking sports bitch all right like I had the nunchucks I was chopping fucking wood blocks like don't get it twisted but she never put me a dance and I feel like that was one of the things I always had wanted to do mm-hmm. I didn't get to dance class until like high school and I felt like by that time it was like a little too late like especially because it was like already I was already upstate so like you know these bitches like have been going to dance with each other since like yeah since like like me like since you were three that's how (laughs) I literally my best friend ever like I knew this woman because we just were dancing together for years like that's how it is in dance in the dance community you usually stick with it you do it forever but again funny that you bring that up because I have been thinking I have been watching like this video you know from like you know spiritual twitter whatever Mm -hmm. and this woman was saying that you are like your most like animated, you know, your most creative, your most innovative, obviously, when you're a child, particularly also as a teenager around the ages of 15, 16, that's like when you're kind of like peak creative. And so, um, you know, we just think about like how like everybody talks about like therapy and like getting back to like you know, a place where they feel comfortable. And I feel like a lot of that ends up being like you chasing shit that you did when you were younger to make you feel better. Like trying totally. to return to childhood you, that inner child, right? And I was just totally. thinking like, one of the things that she was saying that you can do is like, pay attention to the things that you did when you were 16. Especially if you're somebody like me, like I also used to like write like short stories. Like I have like a whole thing on Wattpad. Yes, people, Wattpad of all things. I had like hundreds of thousands of followers. Like I had, like, I was doing a, a, a whole bit before I got to college and I stopped. But um, she's like, go back to like things like you wrote, things like you watched, like movies you watched, um, things that you were doing when you were 16. And like, if you're ever feeling kind of like low or like in like a lull or not creative anymore, do those things, reread those things and pay attention because those are things that like, are like the most you, if that makes any sense, that has like the most essence of you um, creatively. Even if like, pay attention to like the kind of guys you were liking back then too, or whoever, I mean, girls, both, whatever. Um, because they say like, also that's like the mo- like the essence of like the person that you are really trying to find in this life. And I just thought that was interesting that you're like, now that you're bringing up, like you're like, you started dancing again, like how you did when you were younger. Yeah. And it's so crazy because my therapist had made me start painting and painting is something I like to do. I'm not good at it, but I just like to do it. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just peace. The arts are so peaceful. I mean, I do have my son in the fifth house. Like I like that kind of stuff is so peaceful to me. That is like, that makes me feel whole. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I need that. And so when I don't do it, like I feel down, but I won't put it with that. You know what I mean? Like you don't ever Mm -hmm. think like, oh, it's because I don't have any hobbies. 
You don't you ever saying, put like, that together. No, like they were hobbies, but there was a reason. And, and again, 16, also that's your fifth house year. And like I said, like this one was relating it to K2, like your, your South node, but mm-hmm. you know, along those lines. But um, <laughs> these are things that like bring you purpose. And like, what is life without purpose? <laughs> like, you Especially need in these trying times. In these trying ass times, like, you need things that are, you're not doing for money. You're not doing for, you know, anything other than the sole purpose of like, you just want to fucking do it. And I feel like for me, that's like a big thing. I feel like anytime I start to feel like something I'm doing like creatively or for fun turns into like this, oh, you got to do it. Then it, 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 it's hard for me to want to continue to do it. And again, you know, I'm a Pisces. Like I'm already ready to like run from something anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I think I had like, you know, like a couple, like like a year or so ago, like I had gotten into baking and um, I was really, cause I used to like bake, like just like brownies, whatever, or cookies mm-hmm. like in high school, but I used to do it frequently. And again, not realizing, oh, like maybe that was like bringing me some sort of joy. Like I like the mixing of it. And I don't really have like a big sweet tooth either. But I still like the concept of like baking. Mm-hmm. I like the smells. I like the mixtures. I like it's like precise. Like you know what I mean. There's, like, it's just so delightful. Like when you say baking, exciting. that makes no, me excited. It makes you and it, it makes people excited. Like yeah, like people love like when you cook. Like people love when you bring something baked too. You know what I mean? Like or just because like, oh, it's like, always like a treat. Like I mean, it's a dessert, so it's a true treat. And you know mm-hmm. how I feel. Like I was. I've never been a baker, but you know how I feel about holiday and Halloween baking championship. That to me is like another random weird thing I do. I mm-hmm. love that show. I cannot wait till this time of year so I can watch that shit. It's something so satisfying about baking. So I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I need to get back to doing that because I feel like I did like like it. But then I just felt like my like my mom like was like, oh, like you need to bake for the family. I was like, okay, like slow down. <laughs> like she wanted me like to bake shit for like Thanksgiving dinner. I'm like, that's like a big moment. that's heavy. You know what I mean? It, like in her mind, it's just like, oh, like you enjoy doing this, like you know, keep doing it. But I'm like, but I don't have to like you enjoy doing something. That doesn't mean like I want to bake for the family for Thanksgiving. Like that's not. <laughs> yeah, I get that. It's not the same thing. So I, I feel like I stopped because I was just like, all right, like you know, bitch bake one time, and now all of a sudden she got to be the family baker. Like that's not what you know. So you have to be the like, Kathy Wakili when you walk in. You have to have cannolis exactly. and brownies and cookies. Oh my, you know, because I'm like, and and then and it's also still like beginning stages. Like so, you're still learning. Like I was like baking cheesecakes, and one of the hard things about cheesecake is that you don't want it to crack. And I'm like, you know, I'm still learning how to like prevent things like that from happening. Like there's tricks and trades depends on like the oven and like how you mix your shit like it's very precise so I'm just like let me figure shit out there's a lot of discovery when it comes to like cooking and baking in particular I feel like Um, that's why baking championship is so insane to me it's like they mm -hmm. go no recipe they get a challenge it's usually of course it's a curveball of some sort in it so you bake and you have a two-hour window and you you're supposed to make a perfect dessert that to me is mm. insane. And, and you're not in your element. You're in some kitchen. Right. Like in a competition. And they want you to do a two foot cake in three hours. Get it. Do it. Wow. 
And you just found out you have rosemary and lemon as your two flavors. So, I mean, I have to even come up with what I'm doing. Like, that is so crazy. That is such a talent and such a skill. You have to be like a chemist, Loki. No, there's a, there's a lot of like science and like chemistry to baking. Because like I said, like one thing can throw it off. The way like, you whip something versus whisk versus like just with a spoon. Versus, right, like, and then you hull- need to warm certain things up to remove certain mm-hmm. chemicals out of it to add it to this so that it doesn't do that. It's, much, like, it's crazy. How do you put it in at this time? Because this interacts with that and the acid. That. But there's actually like, a lot that goes into it. Yeah. That is like really like, like fun, Loki. Um, it is. It's such a cool... Yeah, because sometimes it won't necessarily like fuck up the taste unless you're like really playing with like flavors, but it'll fuck up how, how it looks. So like your cake might not look that great, but it still tastes good. Or, like, right, and then like that, that happens sometimes too. It's like I have a hideous cake, but at least it tastes but it great. tastes like a fire. And that's the funny part about it too. It's just like, are you cooking the taste? Or are you cooking the look? Because those are kind of two different things sometimes when it comes to baking. Which also so. reminds me of, I think I've told you this before, but we're speaking of high school. My librarian in high school, she had gotten like a Duff's cake, a, bo- a cake boss cake for her wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember she said like the cake was horrible and half of it was Rice Krispie Treat, but it was just pretty. And I was like, damn, like she was like, I just, I guess the, I didn't think about that part, like of it not yeah. being that good. It's just like a fondant covered mess. She was like, yeah, right. gross, but stunning. But stunning when it comes, the way it comes out. Yeah. So unless you're like, again, and very Kathy Waikili type of baker. <laughs> I would love to see her on baking championship because they do have some home bakers. I think she could, she could have done it. She could have leaned into it after Jersey. The Food yeah, Network would, is always looking yeah. to pick someone new on. Wait, also, I wanted to bring something to the table um, about the yeah. Hall- Halloween <laughs> movies. I just wanted to talk about Halloween movies overall. I had the other day, you know, we're coming to a close here. The other mm-hmm. day, I wrote down all the movies I watched, and my goal was to watch 13. Ooh, spooky, you know? So I'm just going to rattle off my 13, and if you want to talk about any of them, okay, we can do that. So we watched together, and I was debating about counting it, but I settled on counting it. Malignant. Okay. Silence of the Lambs. Hocus mm-hmm. Pocus. Saw Jennifer's I'm Body, not. The Cabin in the Woods, Halloween Town, Halloween Kills. Adam's Family, the cartoon, um, The Conjuring, Saw 2, Halloween, the original one, and You're Next. Okay. I've seen You're Next. I've seen The Halloweens. I've seen um, The Conjuring, obviously. I've seen... Right. We watched that one together, and we watched Malignant together. Yes. What were the other ones you've said? Oh, Silence I've seen of the Saw- Lambs, Hocus Pocus. What'd you say? Oh, yeah. I've seen Saw. I've seen Hocus Pocus. Silence of the Lambs. I feel like I might have started, but I don't think I finished. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be at all. You know mm-hmm. how you know of a movie, but you've never seen it, so you have an idea of it? I had ha- always had an idea, especially because of the cover and, like, you know, the movie poster being so infamous that I thought it was going to be something, and it was something else. Mm. Okay. Not in a bad way, but it was more psycho than, you know, psycho thriller than, like, slasher. And Oops. I thought it was going to be a lot more violent. Okay. Um, Hocus Pocus is just like a classic. A classic, like Hocus Pocus makes me feel good, bro. Like that's like a feel good movie. Like I don't know why. <laughs> it's just the nostalgia of it. I feel like not because of like, the actual like, plot. Mm-hmm. 
Like, but like when I'm like, oh, it's spooky season, like somebody's like, oh, we watch about to watch Hocus Pocus. I'm like, okay, yeah. They're supposed Let's to be do doing it too, and I'm assuming it's gonna come out next year. Ooh. I think all, um, at least the three ladies, I'm pretty sure all of them are signed on. I think they're like, you know, negotiating because they obviously want a pretty penny. But Pam, they deserve it. All the licensing and branding they've done off of Hocus Pocus that I'm sure they saw no kickback from, you can pay them big now. They're big. It's fine. Mm. So I hope they figure that out. Saw, yeah, like Saw. Wow, great. I was impressed. I Also, another movie where I had an idea of it, but I didn't know what it was. And then I saw it. I was like, oh, that's what it no, was. No, was really good. Saw's good. I love the twist of Saw being on the ground the whole time. I live <laughs> for that. <laughs> so unsuspecting yeah wow 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 so and then saw two with donnie Wahlberg. Um, yeah okay <laughs> like i wasn't pissed but it wasn't great <laughs> so that's just kind of where i stand on that how do you feel about it no i like the saws i i feel like the first one is the best one though but it's yeah. hard to top that. It is. And it's also crazy how they churned them out. Like, I didn't realize Saw 1 was 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009. Like, consecutively. They didn't no, miss they a said, beat. The people love this. We gotta keep giving them more. It went from an <laughs> indie movie into, like, a commercialized, what even is this? I was gonna say trilogy, but beyond. A series, <laughs> for lack of a better word, honestly. Like, Within a year, within a year, they went from being a weird movie at Sundance to having to make a two within a couple of days. Right, and they obviously they they've gone saw saw two saw three saw four so far jigsaw spiral yeah, yeah. They've, <laughs> they've done it all they did a lot a lot they have um, milked the fuck out of saw um is that, good for them uh, James Wan again actually yeah. yeah. Clearly, I like his stuff because, he, again, like he's the one that did, um, you know, Malignant. Mm-hmm. Anyone who does, um, and Insidious, and that's another one of the ones that I like. I liked Insidious. I like Conjuring. I like Saw. Um, you know, one of my favorites is The Strangers. Yeah, that's Simply, such a classic. The ending line of the fucking movie: the woman who's about to be murdered. As I mean spoiler alert sorry <laughs> yeah that movie doesn't it have a happy ending yeah just know they don't make it out <laughs> um she's like why are you doing this like why are you killing us like why and the bitch just says you know what because you were home that's it that's the only reason why there's no rhyme or reason i wasn't terrorized as a child i wasn't you know like there's no reason. There's no reason why I'm doing this except the fact that I saw you were home and I decided I wanted to kill somebody today. When I hear that and movie, I think me, of that chilling shot of them on that swing set in the backyard or just standing there. Like, they ooh. just look so scary. Like, ooh! Like, chill of the head. Because you were home. Like, what? That's why. That's why I'm doing this. Because you were here. Oh, yeah. Freaky. Ooh. Freaky. Um, in case you want to watch but yeah so um that was my and i like the scary movie franchise so i'm not gonna pick not all of them but 
They're a little funny to me. Yeah, they can be fun. They can Maybe be the a little. They're always a little bit comedic. There's no, always I mean, a level of comedy. There can't. Yeah, <laughs> which is cool. But it's funny because they're, they're like big camp. Um, let's see some other Halloween movies. Oh, let's talk about Jennifer's body. We've had a long conversation about it, but yeah. just the resurgence of this movie in how it has turned into something much more than it was when it was a flop in the theaters. Mm-hmm. It's just like a crazy revelation. I like, know. can you was... think of another movie like that where like it didn't get love when it came out, but it has been immortalized now? Because I'm struggling. I am. Uh, there are movies like that. For I just sure. can't. Off the top of my head, you know. I just can't think of them. Like but I Jennifer's can't remember the movie. last time a movie had like this kind of boom. Right. Because it's interesting to me because just it's like I've I've been hearing I've been seeing almost like a resurgence on like two different circuits. One on like you know the regular folk like us, um, and then I've also been seeing it on like a spiritual like circuit like a lot of like people on like spiritual that I follow have like been talking about Jennifer's body and like the symbolism and everything in it and it just seems so interesting that I'm like it's like these two not opposing groups but like you know two people that go into movies and shows kind of with a different mindset are like both talking about this movie at the same time and then obviously like Megan did her GQ interview which I think is a kiss of death relationships but what do I know um with Machine Gun Kelly and she said that was like her favorite movie that she did I've never seen it though because I didn't think it was like that pivotal but I mean everyone's been talking about it so I think I have to see it at some point yeah see that interview tipped me over it was like I would already been hearing about it so it was already on my radar and I'm like okay for me it gets to a point where I just hear it too much and I snap and I'm like okay I have to see what's happening I'm confused and it mm-hmm. the interview was the snapping point for me I'm like wait why would she say that like she does usually do pretty goofy roles so all things considered but still like that was a really shocking answer and I was like oh huh so what does that mean Mm. now was it a comedy though because some places describe it as a comedy horror it you know again all horrors have comedy in them it is definitely like a (laughs) level of comedy there um I like that there is a little bit of a lesbian storyline it does turn into it does have like a an LGBTQIA like type vibe a little bit, but like not in a way where it seems forced or like they did it so that you know it's that type of movie because they didn't even make it seem like that. But there's just an undertone to it. And it's like, oh, okay, like that's kind of shocking. And then it has like a Me Too element to it as well, like which I guess it was kind of brought the resurgence part of that was acknowledging that it kind of acknowledged that, but it wasn't at the right time kind of vibe. So it was just like, mm-hmm. wow, like, oh, all of these nods. So it was like, it it truly, again, just before it's time, I guess. That's funny as you say that, because as you say that, I'm reading up on it and it says, however, in the wake of the Me Too movement, the film has been appreciated as a feminist horror film and, and as a cult film. Um, there you so go. It's, it's like a feminist film, like in a way yeah. that I don't think it knew it was. Right. Um, let's see. It says it had a lackluster performance at the North American box office. It made 2.8 million its opening day and 6.8 million its opening weekend and received mixed reviews. Um, yeah, complete but flop. 
all the budget was 16 mil box office. It brought in 31.6. So, I mean. But that was supposed to be like a cheap movie to make with a lot of money on the back end. Like they definitely all, if they counted their chickens before they hatched, like, you know, people was pulling up buying houses. Like, yeah, I'm going to retire off this Jennifer's body check. And then it didn't. There's a lot of people in Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried. Adam Brody, Chris Pratt, like there was a lot of people in it. Yeah, it really yeah. was. Um, but listen, I mean, it came out in September '09. Wow. And I remember it coming out too. Like, just again, it's like movie posters are so infamous because they just stick in your head. And I remember the movie poster for it, but I don't mm-hmm. remember hearing anybody say anything about it. So I just never yeah. followed up. Because I would have, me and 09 would have went to go see this. So I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> and it was Meg, like, Megan was the moment, like, for sure. I don't know why. Again, like, it was weird. It was, like, had a lot of ad time behind it and a lot of marketing behind it. But, like, mm-hmm. no payoff. I'm going to say, because when did, um, it's coming out. Oh, and, and and think about the Transformers, you know, Meg was in that, and I booked that. It was around this time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also thinking the other day about how, like, my dad is, like, king of making me go see things or go do things that I, ordinarily I'm thinking, like, that sounds fucking stupid, or I don't want to see that. I have no desire to do that. And then I do it, I'm like, wow, like, that was fun. Um, he's particularly good at that when it comes to movies, and, like, car shows like the first time I went to a car show was with him and, and um he it was one of those things where he didn't tell me what we were doing until like we were like there mm-hmm. he's an Aries you know they they love to like just live in the moment and not tell anybody anything about their plans mm-hmm. um slight drag and um that's fine I acknowledge <laughs> it I see you and I see me you know and you know as a Pisces I'll go along with it but in the back of my mind I'm thinking like wow like a heads up would have been nice but it's fine so yeah, but like again, he brings to this car show. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. The shit that I like doing. Also, going back to the shit that you do on YouTube, I like to look up like car reviews as well on YouTube. Like, I something about it. I love it. I like cars a lot. So, anytime I get to see somebody in a car, especially if I'm looking at a particular one and then reviewing it, showing it inside, talking about the Texas specs, love that shit. But anyway, mm-hmm. Transformers was another fucking movie that I had like no interest in watching really. And then he was like, oh, let's go see it. I was like, all right, let's go see it. And I was like, wow, this was a fantastic film. <laughs> well, to me. <laughs> you have to tell Chicken. Uh, for the audience, Chicken's my little brother. You have to tell Chicken that. You and him need to have a full Transformers conversation. He's a Transformer head. Like, he lives for them. And he's now gotten into, like, you know, the full Transformers where you buy the car and then transform it. And so he's now gotten into, like, Chevy Camaro specifically because he <laughs> loves the Transformers. The Transformers to the Chevy Camaro. I forget which one it is, but he really loves that one. I legit really enjoyed that film. Um, Megan was fucking amazing in it. Only because she was so- <laughs> Give her an Oscar! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Oscar. Um, I, was, uh, I was into Shia LaBeouf. I still am. He's hot. He's just like, you know... A little crazy, but 
he's hot and again the thing i will never forget about shia i mean besides his drunken rants and like his obviously like coke rage phase was that he inspired the whole yeezy brand that to Mm -hmm. me is like that is everything that is so fucking chic epic that is so cool like to be able to say that you don't even have to fuck it i don't even want the money off the brand i mean i would like it but like the i just i don't even have to say it real heads know realize 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 all right wow. like that is so cool let me see what is Shia LaBeouf in tropical astrology I follow Vedic now more often but okay so but in tropical he is a Gemini sun Leo moon Aquarius rising I fucking I love this man what was I guess it's now need to make confession everybody hold on wait <laughs> say his moon again I didn't catch it Leo. Okay. Um, it's time for me to make a confession that clearly I like Leo placements because I feel like whenever not I a confession, them, it's a confession because they also get on my fucking nerves. But I mean, that's um, the thing about them. <laughs> but again, like, I always think now that Mike had that soliloquy that he had at the most recent shots <laughs> reunion, he was like, "Look at this guy. He has on fucking shorts. He looks ridiculous. He looks cool. He looks chic. He looks hot. I hate him. He's horrible. What am I gonna do?" I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. And I um but particularly like in men, like women, it's still like touch and go, like it's hit or miss. But in men, I just I love that shit. I think it's so funny. Um, so I mean that tracks for me at least. I love him so much. I'm just not into the Gemini portion. That's scary. That's the part that makes him him. <laughs> the psycho we know as Shia is because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. Um, so cool. Yeah, so back to the Transformers tip. Anyway, it also did very well in the box office, everybody. Oh, uh, talk about a box office hit. We went from a flop to a hit. Whoa. And I feel like that's what was so crazy. She's been in both a f- banger and a flop. That's crazy. She's been in multiple flops. But she also was in a box office hit. <laughs> Fucking banger under her belt. And not a lot of people say that. Because this film is in one of, like, the... I think it's, like, the... It's the 13th highest grossing film series. It's in the 13th highest grossing film series. Because the budget was $1.1 billion, which is a lot. And it made... Holy full- shit. I mean, to do all the effects that they do, it has to be big budget. Oh, Avatar is still the highest grossing film. Okay. Um, I thought Fast and Furious would be up there. Where's that up? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. There's so many of them. They have to be successful. Well, there's well, so they separated with highest grossing um like movie in general and like highest grossing films, series, and franchises. Mm-hmm. So if you're going by series and franchises, Fast and Furious is number seven. Okay. I'll be the top ten. So the first one is you know the marvel cinematic universe because i mean mcu runs the world i mean <laughs> runs the world particularly in this case avengers endgame is what they're specifically looking who's at. your fave in the mcu universe if you have one i don't know if i have one do you have a, do you have a fave no but i really like no i don't have a favorite character but i will say i remember really liking guardians of the galaxy and that really took me by surprise like i didn't think mm-hmm. that was going to be a movie that i vibe probably with. The, 
brute took over the fucking nation. He really did. Like, he really, really, really did. He was a real breakout star. Again, I hate to nod to the fucking rewatchables. But if I have to say a Joey Pants award for someone who does not appear that much but makes a lasting impact, it's also Joey Pants. You want to know who Joey Pants is? I figured this out. It blew my mind. And you know who Joey is. He's fucking Ralph in The Sopranos. That's who the reference is to. It took my breath away when I realized that because I finally had to look it up. I'm like, Joey, like, who is this? It's fucking Ralph from The Sopranos, bro. Wow. That's what the award is named after. I love that that is our first episode of the new podcast because I feel like we reference it so much. So much. It's going to be referenced so much. I can't help but reference it all the time. Organically, like that. This was not planned, y'all. <laughs> this was not. This is not sponsored by HBO. facts. This is not fucking sponsored. It just comes up, just like Kathy Hilton saying that Michael Jackson taught her about race. Naturally, comes up for me on a daily basis. So does The Sopranos. Oh my god. Uh, so back to the top 10 franchise. So yeah. So the first one is MCU. Uh, second one is Star Wars particularly Force Awakens. Oh, I didn't uh, even think about that. Of course, Star Wars and Star mm-hmm. Trek would be up there. Um, Wizarding World, aka Harry Potter. That one's number three. J.K. Rowling made a killing, bro. This is somebody who has been sitting on this book, writing this for years. Years. Like, like we talked about in our, I don't know if Squid Game will be out by this time, but like we talked about in Squid Game. Like, yeah, like sitting on something and then getting paid big bucks for it. And just letting it cook up. It's like an investment almost. It's like I'm sitting on, I'm sitting on something and letting it percolate. It's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting juicier. And then bam, the timing for things is everything. Same thing with Jennifer's body. If it had come out right, right before the Me Too movement, maybe not right after, um, because then it would have been, it would have been like, yeah, like a 2018. Yeah, it would have been too late. But if it had come before, that really, really would have changed the trajectory of the film. And in which case, I will say, Megan, maybe you weren't in a flop. <laughs> maybe this wasn't one of your other flops because now, I mean, now it's considered like a cult film. So it's never a flop when it's that case. Yeah, once it, it becomes do- a cult classic, it's safe from flops. It's it's safe. Fuck what the box office said. It's suddenly on your list of box office hits. Because now that gives you longevity. This means that people are going to continue to click in and watch it. You know what I mean? And now she might be- get booked all of a sudden. We haven't seen her in anything really recently. I think I believe bookings will be coming. Well, bookings she was in Midnight in the Switch Grass, which Randall Emmett produced, but... We didn't really hear much about that, did we? Yeah, number four is Avengers. Number five is James Bond. Six is Spider-Man. Have you watched you do James Bond? I have not. I haven't yet either. Skyfall. I mean, that's something they won't be, you know what I mean? Um, Skyfall is the one that brought the most money in. Um, like, what did I say? Spider-Man, Fast and Furious, X-Men. Batman, Middle Earth, aka Lord of the Rings. I was never into that. I have not seen it to this day. <laughs> I have not, so not a single one. I wanted to re- to watch all of the Harry Potters for Halloween, but time just got away from me. Um, 
I think I have watched all of them, but you know, you can always use a, a re-up because <laughs> there's so fucking many. It's 10 and up. Um, and I've been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios. It's amazing. <laughs> Stick your coins up so you can go. Um, <laughs> and I went with my friend Courtney. Um, and she was like a big Harry Potter head, like even bigger than me. And it's always fun to go with somebody who's like even more of a fan because yeah the harry that, potter fans can get real real rowdy real, they're really passionate real crazy um and so going with her was it just made it even more fun like yeah she that was like buying a wand and making this drink butter and shit like that like she took love that, that. And, and i appreciated that um yeah i mean honestly all these movies make sense that are on here because then it goes down Jurassic Park, Transformers is number 13, like we said, Pirates of the Caribbean. We have Shrek on here at 17. Twilight. Ah, I love to see Shrek. Shrek 2, the highlight of the franchise. Yes, Shrek 2 is the number one grossing. And then you got the it is too. Saga. Yeah, it is. Shrek 2 was amazing. I don't know. I love that it was number one fuck. grossing. I didn't know that. I don't know who the fuck directed that or wrote that shit, but Shrek 2. Well, we're talking talent. Well, we're talking sequels rarely are better than the first, and that one knocks it out the fucking park. They were in their fucking bag, let me tell y'all. There's no way they didn't have that written when they wrote the first one. There's no way. There's no way they were on shrooms or something. There's no way you came up with something that amazing. Speaking of star-studded cast, whoa. Yeah. Holy, they needed the budget because that was a lot. Yeah. (laughs) um dreamworks i'm sure hasn't seen a better film since <laughs> um you know it, it even it did better than toy story toy story is number 20 damn yeah whoa that's big i would not have expected that i would have thought toy story was before shrek no it's 20 with toy story 4 being actually the, the highest grossing i mean if i yeah. had to pick my favorite franchise i would choose shrek i'm sorry but Oh yeah, yeah, story is like I've seen all the tracks. I mean, I've seen all the Toy Stories now too. Yeah, but but, yeah, (laughs) it's the adult humor in Shrek that really keeps Mm -hmm. it makes it timeless. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, Hunger Games is on here even. Um, which I never read the. I saw the movie. Um, I've never like read the books. I did read the the books. They were good. Of I'm course, sure they better are. than the movie. You know how that shit goes. Of course, they're better than the movie, but the movie's like if I had like seen Twilight. Well, okay. Fun fact: I actually did see Twilight the movie before I read the books, but I I saw the first movie, and it made me curious. Like, oh, let me read the books, and then I read the books, and I was like, the books are way better, so much better than the movie itself. Um, that being said, it's not like we know now. You know, as an adult, they're like. <laughs> Twilight, both the books and the movies were stupid, but for the time, they were lit. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about the Divergent series. I had read all of those books and I was all in. Mm-hmm. Like, that was such a, oh, that trilogy was they so good. They didn't do enough justice with the movies. Like That no, I, movie? I, I feel like I didn't, I, first of all, I never even watched the movie, but I also felt like it, 
but I knew that it was based on a book series because I had been seeing the book series. I never read it myself, but I had been seeing it a lot because obviously if I'm reading like Hunger Games and Twilight, Divergence is going to come up. It's in that kind of genre. It's within too. the realm, yeah. Right. But um, I just remember thinking like, damn, they're not really like promoting this movie enough or there's something about it that's not as interesting as it should be. And I thought it was just me personally, because again, like the books, I, I just, I've always seen them, but I never picked it up. But I felt like justice for Divergent. Justice for Divergent, like what really, I, what I really liked about the story of it was like, basically it was, a you know, societies are always fucked up in these type of books. The societies were broken into factions and the factions like basically exhibited one adjective of your personality and that was it that's what you were limited to you were one color you all were that way like that's just how it was and you all lived with each other you didn't interact with the other colors and the other mm-hmm. factions really and it was just so and, and obviously it's like i want to be in this faction or i don't want to be in faction and then there's the people who are factionless who are like tweaks on the street is how they kind of paint them mm-hmm. and so it was just so interesting anything like about society i was like oh wow i was so in but the movies basura and that was a good time to come up with like um you know dystopian post-apocalyptic type worlds because i feel like now it's kind of oversaturated but then that was a good time because it was basically where we were heading it was cutting edge at the time yeah it was cutting edge exactly it wasn't like too um again like i said like just overdone now i'm like all right we got it we got it we got it (laughs) yeah the world as we know it is changing all right let me see top 10 i like to look up top 10 okay all right this is top 10 lifetime grosses. so just films lifetime who what lifetime grossing films like it's uh, you know so the movies itself not necessarily like franchises mm-hmm. so obviously like i said avatar is number one wow Avengers. that is crazy avatars draw wow yeah um, so Avatar was 2.8, Avengers Endgame was 2.7, so it almost beat out Avatar. Because, yeah, because we, like, I feel like when Avengers Endgame came out, it was a major cultural moment. Major. Yeah. So the fact that it still didn't even beat out Avatar is bananas. Crazy. Bananas. What I also think is equally crazy is that Titanic is number three. Oh, wow. And that came in 97 at 2.2 to have 2.2 billion in 97 is crazy to me it just came out in 2019 and only made 2.7 and i say only like in comparison what the fuck i mean titanic also like it's crazy how these movies i mean i wrote this is so random again i feel like high school is this a high school theme pod my high school, you had to, like, when you was your senior year, you either did a senior project or you wrote a thesis. And I was a lazy fuck, so I wanted to write a thesis. And my thesis was that the New York Times bestseller list is, like, reflective of the culture at large. And just, like, taking books mm-hmm. and then likening them to things that are happening. And, like, how celebrity books, mm-hmm. like, oftentimes they get on the list, even if they're not written well, but that's just because we like them. Like, all of that. Because that is so interesting to me. And movies are the same way. Like, it's yeah. such a big moment. They are so impactful in culture. And it's, like, something that everyone can talk about because if you've seen it you have an opinion like naturally right so it's just so interesting to me uh 
Next one was Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Um, then is Avengers Infinity War. Then it's Jurassic Park at number six, Lion King at number seven. Rob Minkoff, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Avengers, the first one at number eight. Furious Seven at number nine, and then Frozen at number. Frozen. Frozen oh, also a huge movie. Frozen Two, though. Frozen. Oh, really? Yeah, Frozen Two is number ten. Frozen is also on here, but it's number sixteen. Wow. Frozen One mm-hmm. built up so much hype that everyone went to go see number two. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Um, the other ones are actually interesting though, because then you have Avengers: Age of Ultron again. So Avengers is just clearly just all the fuck speaking to everyone yeah (laughs) speaking to everybody um black panther is number 12 which oh yeah that was also a big moment okay i'm glad that's on there that's a big moment. but then do you see that do you see how black panther was such a huge moment and it's still only number 12 that's crazy because also like you said like put it in perspective (laughs) to the lion king like lion king was like beyond like it was like black panther but like times 30 like that's you so know crazy what I mean? so it's like in, in titanic again to be like that at 97 back when like shit wasn't like how it is now like obviously they had technology but like it's so it's not the same as technology in 2019 2021 so it's for that to even be that big you know how big shit gotta be to be the 2.8 billion girls and like what the fuck were we on when avatar came out because oh. <laughs> like wow Anyway, Incredibles 2 is at number 18, if you care. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that was just the movie side note I wanted to bring to the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for that. No problem. Listen, we, we love a movie here, clearly. Um, ooh, not Hancock at 151. Okay, Hancock! <laughs> Hancock, you know that they, you know that like part of the reason they didn't do that second was because of the alleged um, affair of Charlize and William. So they should have did it. They're stupid. They should have definitely done it number two because what what we're learning is if you really set the bar really high, except for like the Lion King because number two wasn't higher than the first one. If you set the bar really high with your first one, people will go see the second. Is what we're learning. Exactly. Um, I enjoyed um, Hancock. I know some people have like a way that they felt about the movie, but oh I yeah, really I loved it. it. I loved it. I thought it was a good movie. It had a nice little plot twist. I was into it, and I love me some Charlize. I love him. Well, did at least at the time so it's just like you know jada pink is, is really making it really hard to like this guy and now that them, like, we're going to talk about them in a very very soon in an episode i'm <laughs> so excited because i have so much to say because they are like it's looking very bleak these days she's getting on my she's almost getting on my nerves bit. not almost she is like all right, we get it. Like, you hate the man you're married to. Like, I just don't know what you want me to say. Alexander Rogers, who I also always reference, like, the rewatchables, he says, he calls um, Red Table Talk Jada's business. And she just loves to talk about her business. And it's true. She just loves to talk about her business. We know everything about her. She always is telling us. Everything. She's always telling us. The only thing they have not admitted to is Scientology. Pretty much. Mm. 
<laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Oh, and the number 200 movie <laughs> on this top 200 list is The Revenant, which I find interesting that Leo is in both one of the top movies and <laughs> in one of the lower movies. Granted, it's still top 200 movies like of all time. So it's not like... It's nothing to sneeze at. It's really nothing to sneeze at. Like you look at the list and you're like, I mean, yeah, but like, no, that's nothing to sneeze at. But um, they really gave him a sympathy Oscar for that. It was really a makeup Oscar. Won an Oscar for that versus fucking Titanic. Like, are you dumb? That's crazy. (laughs) Am I missing out here? Like, what the fuck? Um, I mean, Revenant was a good movie too. I'm not going to, you know, shake stick at it, but. Wait, in the interim, I had not seen the Giselle TikTok you had posted on the Instagram. <laughs> and I is went she... to go open, what what is that woman's name I talked about all the time? I went to go open her message and I saw her reply to that as Sharita. And so I went to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? That was bizarre. It was a super weird TikTok. I it was when it. It, once it flipped to the plant. I'm like, is this a cry for help? Like, what's happening? The hustle break cup. Also, actually, I was doubled over in laughter by that point. That's and that was actually everything. Fun choice was interesting. That font really sums her up. Mm, mm, mm. Wow, that was really laughable. <sighs> Wow. Oh my god. Oh, and that reminds me of the other post I made about the um, you know, the whole Paris Hilton troubled teen industry saga storyline. And I was just thinking about how we were literally just talking about that the other day. Right, because I was telling you I had watched the doc, and in the doc, mm-hmm. it had been revealed, and so it just seemed like Kathy was doing rehab when she went on the show it's like you have you haven't been on the show for 10 plus seasons and all of a yeah. sudden you're for lack of a better term hunky dory to be on it what the fuck like that makes no sense in light of you looking like a complete monster in this doc <laughs> wow the timing is so funny someone dm'd us about that bravo astrologers actually dm'd us about that like after mm-hmm. i watched the doc i'm like yeah no it's actually psycho and, and her not even acknowledging the monster she was in that documentary is crazy. I just think about how it's always so interesting to me, um, you know, again, and trigger warning child abuse. It's just so interesting to me when people do things like that to their children, just because I'm like, what the fuck did you think was like really going to happen? You thought strange men coming into her bedroom in the middle of the night waking her up, dragging her out of her room, out of her bed, telling her, let's do this easier the hard way. You thought that was going to like help her? You said, my daughter is is a troubled teen. My daughter is doing all sorts of things. She's not listening to me. She has discipline issues. So I'm just going to have these strange men go in her room and, and, and drag her out in the middle of the night. And I think to myself, because I'm just like, okay, maybe Kathy didn't know the extent of what was going on in the facility. I'll give her maybe that VOD. But I still can't trust anybody who thought that was okay to do to their child. And I can't see myself doing that to my child, no matter how, quote unquote, troubled I feel like my child is. And the detail of them standing in the hallway watching her get dragged out. I mean, the crying was a new twist. I don't believe, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. 
people um, in the documentary, it didn't seem like they were crying when she got dragged out. I think this was added to, again, as a cover-up. It seemed as though they were perfectly fine with her getting dragged out of that house gorilla style. Um, yeah, and it's just, and, and she said something that I thought was so important. It was just like, she said, and no one came to rescue me. And I feel like <clears throat> it's so important to understand that like you literally lost her trust right then and I feel like when as a child when you're not able to trust I mean they and you know like people talk about that eventually like you know attachment issues and all that stuff but it's really true like the one time like I feel like I fundamentally really needed you and I needed your assistance and it was not provided to me how do I look at other people and think that you're going to provide that for me if I'm if I was looking at my parents and they couldn't even do it <laughs> they literally watched my ass get dragged. I don't give a fuck if you're crying as well. <laughs> like you, you let me get dragged out of my home in the middle of the night. There is no trust. We'll never be close. That's terrible. <laughs> it's forever broken. So I don't know if Paris is just fighting a good fight. She pretending because I don't know how she's forgiven her if she has because I couldn't. In the documentary, it, again, it really seemed like it wasn't all good. Mm -hmm. And why would it be? It just makes more sense that, you know, she was hanging out with her. It was her, Brittany, and uh, Lindsay. All <laughs> women with very... Uh, Troubled women without parents, really. Without parents, without true guidance. What do you do? in that situation. Okay, you don't want to do like an outro, just bye. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot that part. Uh, whoopsies. All right, y'all. So go to our Patreon for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> go to our OnlyFans for the after. For the after. Just kidding. But yeah, so I think, I think that's all we have for you guys. We just wanted to like, just have like a free ball moment where we didn't really have like a set topic in mind and just see what comes up. This is how we have our conversations on a normal basis anyway. Just spitballing. Oh, wait. We never got to finish the Good Mythical Morning thing. I wanted to do that. Oh. Let me, um, let me get it up. Here, bring that up. We'll do that. Oh, it's Halloween theme too. It's Halloween candy bracket. Exactly. Let's do that. And then we can end it again. Um, okay. So basically what they do or what they usually do around Halloween time is they do some sort of candy March Madness bracket situation where they rank different candies, Halloween candies. I mean, all candies are Halloween candies. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't even tell you what the third category is, which is pure insanity. And I can't wait for you to hear it on air live because it's actually an insane category. <laughs> um, you're going to scream. Okay. So for the first one, they have a best peanut chocolate candy taste test. So they line them up. Uh, again, it's March Madness. So number the top seed goes against the bottom seed, so on and so forth. Um, and this is actually a request of the people that watch because they prefer peanut butter so much that usually if it's just all candies, it'll always be something peanut butter that wins. So this is why they broke it down like this. The number one seed is Reese's peanut butter cup flat straight up. 
in the bottom seat, number eight is a Mr. Good bar, which if you're like, wait, what is a Mr. Good bar is simply chocolate with just roasted nuts in it, a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Good bar. He just does his job and keeps it moving. You know, what's so funny, I guess it came out like around the time of the depression and like they just say like fun facts and stuff during it, which is sometimes I learned so much from the show, but they were saying mm-hmm. that during the time they marketed this as like a meal, like the Mr. Good bar was like a hat, like take to your job to eat for lunch. I think it's so funny how he used to really advertise like candy and like milk as like <laughs> meals and like drinks. Like, it's yeah, so <laughs> the way we are as a fucking society. But it's just so funny to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it's Reese's Peanut Butter Cuss versus Mr. Goodbar. Everybody play along. Just remember yours as we go. But, I mean, that, the winner is obvious. Yeah. It's definitely the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Let's be clear. <laughs> it's the number one seed for a reason. I mean. Yeah. Um, and then they also have on this side the fifth seed, which is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, but the pumpkins versus a Butterfinger. And for those that don't know, each peanut butter or each Reese's skew, fun fact, I used to work for Hershey, each Reese's skew has a different peanut butter to chocolate ratio, naturally. And even the texture ends up getting different and all that. So you will have Mm -hmm. a preference, Mm -hmm. usually, of which one you like more. So the Mm -hmm. pumpkins for reference are way peanut butter forward a different coating of chocolate on it as well. So and which one are you choosing I'll, for that? I was telling you though, before when we were talking about it, because again, y'all, we started it, but we, like, we didn't finish. But um, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup too, they also have like an all peanut butter version, but that peanut butter is still different than even the Reese's Pumpkin Peanut Butter Cup version. But I'm voting for the peanut butter pumpkin cup. Okay. And I am too. <laughs> Sorry, Butterfinger, you're out of here. Okay. Butterfinger, I don't mind it, but like it also gets stuck in your teeth and it's like not fun. It's never something I crave. Like if they have like a whole bunch of candies in front of me, the likelihood of me reaching for a Butterfinger is slim to none. Yeah, you you reach for a Butterfinger like when your options are like, you know, like a that and an almond like joy. Like milk ball and milk Yeah, ball. Whoppers and Almond Joys and then Butterfingers. <laughs> I guess I'll reach for a Butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> Crying. Um, peanut M&M's versus Peanut Butter M&M's. And that is the third and the sixth seed. And I peanut say M&M's, peanut. third, sixth, Peanut Butter. Go ahead. I think Peanut M&M's are better than peanut butter M&M's. Also, something that they talk about all the time on championship, baking championship, is texture. And the nut adds a texture and an extra crunch that just makes it better than the peanut butter. Um, and then this one is the seven seed Baby Ruth versus second seed Snickers. Obviously, it's going to be the Snickers. Baby Ruth's are fake Snickers. I mean... It's the same shit. Okay. Then it's the number one seed, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup standard versus the Peanut Butter Pumpkin, which again is the fifth seed. 
peanut butter pumpkin for sure. Hands down. I haven't disagreed with you yet. I will disagree with her at some points, but on this one, it not yet. Gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then peanut M&Ms versus Snickers. Third and second, respectively. Peanut M&Ms. Okay. Um, and then that would make it a peanut M&M versus a Reese's peanut butter cup pumpkin. It's still the pumpkin peanut butter Reese's for me personally. Yeah, like, for Reese's sure. My favorite candy period. I had never realized it. What's crazy is fun fact. I don't like peanut butter, not in the standard form, but I really appreciate the flavor of peanut butter. I like it in baked goods. And I also like it in Reese's because I just, I like the type of peanut butter they use. But yeah, that is to me like the best peanut butter I've ever had has been inside of a Reese's peanut butter pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot deny it. Um, okay, so that is the chocolate peanut seed. The next seed is fruity, but let me get that pulled up. This one, the number one seed is Sour Patch Kids versus the bottom seed, number eight, which is Swedish Fish. <laughs> Obviously. The Sour Patch Kids for me. My mom would say Swedish Fish. What's crazy is I like Swedish Fish and I understand that they taste like chemicals, but I like that chemical taste. But what I have discovered, and maybe this is a theory. Again, I worked in the candy world, so I don't know if maybe I have a confection theory. But they're both owned by Mondelez. Okay. And I feel like the material they use for the red Sour Patch is the exact same thing, just shaped different with sour on it. Not material. <laughs> material, you know, factory, baby. Candy is factory. <laughs> um, <laughs> the material they make your ingestible food with. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, we were literally talking about plastic being in burgers the other day. Like, all of this is, like, life is a circle. It always comes back. Life is a fucking circle. Um, yeah. Shout out to Samaj. Listen to um, his episode with us. We'll be on there. Hopefully it's really spicy. Maybe it won't be. <laughs> it probably won't be, but just know we'll be on there. Just know that. Just know we'll be on there. I won't tell you what episode, but just know. Oh. Um, yeah, so all that to say, I really yeah. like Swedish fish, but good. Sour Patch is a Swedish fish on top of it being sour and having other flavors, so it's superior. That makes a difference to me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one, again, they go brand, we can get into a debate of if we're talking gummy bears or gold bears, but it's a Haribo gold bear versus a Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher is four, Haribo is five. These are and also ranked say, by votes. People voted for these. Okay. I would say the gummy bears, as I'm eating them right now. I'm eating the Albanese ones right now, which are superior. Um, Such I've a better texture. Yeah. I've had the Black Horse gels, I think are good. Um, Haribo is just a little too hard for me, personally. But I would still say the Gummy Bears over Jolly Ranchers. I, although I do love me a green Jolly Rancher. And I love a Jolly Rancher like the Chew. Or mm. like anything, if you gummify it, like the flavor of a Jolly Rancher is there. It's just the hard candy aspect. They've come out with like um, Skittles gummies. I think I had them the first time when I was with you. 
in May. And then I think they've done a full rollout because then I couldn't find them. Of course, they were limited edition. As soon as I fucked with them, it turned out they had just put them out for a soft launch. <laughs> I think they've got a full rollout now because I see them around. And those are great. I just love a gummy consistency, all that to say. Um, so yeah, yeah gold bears over. No, go ahead. Juicy gummy bears right now. <laughs> I'm trying to like <laughs> not slob like a baby. I'm trying to be quiet, but like the corners of my mouth are watering. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, you're drooling. Okay. Number three is Starburst, and number four, or no, number three is Starburst. Number six is Nerds. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should have said what what one each one too. I think for peanut butter, honestly, guys, I cannot remember. It's definitely Reese's, but I can't remember if it's the peanut butter pumpkin or the original. I think it's the pumpkin that won for them too. I didn't do the reveal of what won for this too, which I was excited to do for you. So again, I'm glad we're doing this here now. So Starburst, I agree. Again, I've agreed with you on everything so far. Airheads versus Skittles. Skittles are two, Airheads seven. When you said sk Skittles or Airheads? Mm-hmm. Um, I say Airheads. I like Skittles a lot, but um, I like Airheads. You know, some could complain about the texture. There's just something about them. On the show, they pointed out that they're waxy, which was a, a real... At, like very accurate word. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't decide the what the word was. Is 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 yeah? Because they're waxing, and you bite into it, kind of suck on it, and it gets a little not waxy. It gets a little mm -hmm. great. Um, it's something interesting. I've also broken my fucking permanent retainer because I used to have a crazy gap, y'all, until I had braces, and then until I got my teeth done, Shoo, got a bag and fix my teeth. But um, they're done, and you're jealous about done. it. You're jealous about it. You could use and a bleaching. Stop. Sorry, what'd you say? I said you could use a bleaching. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the way she said that is just iconic. You could use a bleaching. <laughs> oh, um. Yeah, I, but I did break my fucking permanent retainer, the one that's supposed to stick on the back of my gap teeth to keep them together. <laughs> on an airhead? On an airhead. I bit into it, and then I, heard, I felt a, like a little... <laughs> a release. And then I was like, mm, I think I just broke my shit. <laughs> yeah, not fun. So yeah. This is the first one I'll disagree with you, and I'm going Skittles. So I'll have to remember that I'm separate from you. Okay, that. I can respect that. So then we're going Sour Patch versus Gold Bears. And Woo! for some reason, they don't call them, apparently they don't call them gummy bears there because I believe it's Germanic and they're the word translation. It almost means like rubber. <laughs> like, so they don't like it. So they say Gold Bears versus Gummy Bears. Hmm. Well, I'm still going to just say it's the gummy bears in general, gold bears, whatever you want to call it. But I'm speaking for all brands of gummy bears, not just Haribo. So I'm still going to go with the gummy bears. Hmm, I hadn't thought this through for myself. <laughs> You're definitely a Sour Patch lady. I've seen you eat more Sour Patch than like gummy Oh, I live for Sour Patch. I live for Sour Patch. Mm -hmm. But if we're evening the playing field, 
where we're including all gummy bears because I was thinking just Haribo, then it's Sour Patch. Then I'll just stick with Sour Patch. Then, then it's Sour Patch. Yeah. Okay. Then Starburst versus Airheads for you. Starburst. Okay. And then Starburst versus Skittles. Mm, I'll go Skittle. Mm. And then for you, that Wait, means what kind of Skittles do you like? a wild berry Skittle. Oh, and I don't eat the purple in the pack. I eat every flavor, but but I live. And then Sour Patch Kids. Um, I like most of their varieties. They're always a few I leave in the pack. A couple colors I don't like. That's just a given for me. But the flavors I do like, I usually like at least three flavors in all of their packs. Are you a Sour Patch watermelon head? Mm-hmm, I can get into it. It's okay. not my go-to because I like variety, but I can get into it. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so your gummy bears versus Starburst. Um, wow, Starburst, though, actually. Starburst, so I that pink, the all pink pack. Woo! Everyone loves the pink. I love the cherry. Obviously, the cherry is has, really good, too. It has a little bit of medicinal taste, like all like cherry stuff does. Um, I feel like it's like that cilantro gene and you can tell if people like the medicinal cherry flavor if they like Dr. Pepper. If you like Dr. Pepper, you would like a cherry Starburst. It's all within the realm. But mm. then the people that don't like it, they don't like that. It's a very cilantro soaked thing. Interesting, because I like Dr. Pepper. So Yeah, I'm on. I'm all on that team too. I love medicinal cherry flavor. You were like, trying to describe me. a Dr. Pepper to a girl on uh, at work the other day. And I was like, you know what? It's honestly quite hard to describe to you. It's not quite, it's- It's indescribable. But it's, but it's truly indescribable. And not because it's like so great that it's like, oh my God, I can't even describe this. It's just indescribable. Like I, I mean, one of the 23 notes in it is black pepper. Like it's a pretty indescribable cola. You know what I mean? It's just like, you haven't had anything like it until you've had it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then- I guess it's Sour Patch versus Skittle. Um, gee. Because <laughs> the Skittle gummy has really changed my perspective on Skittles. Like, so I guess Skittle because the gummy is counted. The gummy, okay. Um, so yeah, so that is that. And what one for them, you may ask? Nerds. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Part was, of the reason I love this show, I hate them. I hate them. I was so able to get rid of nerds like very early on. Nerds was out for both of us first round. Easy. <laughs> Not no debate between Starburst versus nerds. It's Starburst all the way. And for nerds to win, like their staff was groaning, audibly groaning in the background. And they had to acknowledge, they're like, we hear you all are pretty upset with us, but we have to trust our guts. Your guts are fucking trash. <laughs> Nerd is like, again, when you come to grips with it, you have like, there's a Butterfinger, there's a Milk Dud, there's nerds left. Like, what are you going to eat? Like, I guess I'll pop a Butterfinger on the nerds or something. It's not what you first go for, like, ever. By any means. If I see somebody like eating nerds, I'm not thinking like, oh, like, yo, 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 let me get some. Like that's not like on my mind. If I see somebody eating like some some Starburst 
or if I'm see if I see somebody eating like um gummy bears, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, let me let me get some like sour patch even like let me get some. But nerds. Yeah, they're really insane for that one. They probably also like Pop Rocks. Maybe. I think they have eaten Pop Rocks in the past, but I don't Mm -hmm. think it's like they've ever established a love for it, but I would assume so. Pop Rocks is also like, it's just like the same concept to me in terms of like, just like... It's too gimmicky, Pop Rocks. Like, I don't like that. Weird. That's weird. Mm. Um, But yeah, I so I love... I love when someone doesn't agree with me. So yeah, they just, they went with nerds and everyone was really upset. Um, hmm. The I mean, last, sorry. wait, go ahead. I was just going to say, sorry to anybody who's listening and, and nerds was their top choice. I didn't mean to like dog it like that, but like, I'm I definitely it. was like, a, when I was younger, loved like a nerd rope. I was very much so into that. Yeah, but that's um, different. You keep saying, like, oh, I was into it, but, like, you have, like, the exceptions. Like, nerd rope is different than just, like, loose nerds hanging all around. It's such a crazy candy I would never go for. That's just, like, <laughs> crazy. It's, it's definitely candy that's left behind in your little Halloween bag. For sure. sure. Like, I need to ask my nephew and my little brother if they like nerds. I'm just wondering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, and then that's actually a great transition to the last bracket. It's old people candies. Yeah. <laughs> or they're, uh, they're, I think they're calling it like vintage or something like that. The number one, this is how low this category is, that the number one seed in this category is Smarties. <laughs> <laughs> Smarties versus Sugar Babies. Oh, Smarties. Okay, yeah, uh, Smarties too. I don't think I've ever had a sugar baby, though, to be fair. That says enough in and of itself. Um, and that was one in eight. <laughs> so number five seed was candy cigarettes. And the number four <laughs> seed was um, candy corn. Oh, my God. They're not really giving me much options there. <laughs> No, this is like really, this is a really hard round. This is a really tough one. I would have skipped that one, honestly, but could because you have to de- declare something just for the If sake I have to it. declare something, I would honestly declare candy cigarettes before candy. <laughs> the thing that's so, sick though is I already knew I was going to say candy cigarettes, which tastes like literal ch- sweet chalk. It's like literal <laughs> chalk compared to. I rather that it's literally a stick of sweet chalk, and I would rather eat that than a sweet corn. I mean, not a sweet corn, candy corn. Candy corn is so gross to me. Oh my god! Sometimes people get it on baking championship, and I feel so bad for them because it's such a shitty, shitty. If we're in the candy round, if I get candy corn, I'm sick. How the fuck am I supposed to make this work? Ugh. (laughs) Um. Number three seed, Lemonhead versus number six, a Charleston Chew. What the fuck is a Charleston Chew? You know that thing, it has like a, like a yellow background. It's like blue writing and it's like rimmed, not rimmed. That's so nasty. Rimmed Ooh. in red. I've uh, never eaten one. I know the logo, I'm but I've never had, eaten one. I've never had one. 
Um, so what was my other option? Number three, Lemonhead. I guess we have to go to a fucking Lemonhead. <laughs> <laughs> Which tastes like literal pine salt, but yeah, I would also vote for Lemonhead. I've never you know, had a old candies. Old candies love the nougat. Maybe it was this fucking sale on nougat, but nougat used to be all the fucking rage. And like, oh. I haven't, and I like the nougat in the stickers. I would argue it's the ingredient that sets it apart from other candy bars, but I don't gravitate toward nougat generally. I just don't. I don't like saying it. I don't like the look of it. I don't. <laughs> also, where do you go to purchase like a nougat bar? You know? Yeah, like where can I just go to get nougat? <laughs> like, just... Good nougat. <laughs> <laughs> Why is nougat in every candy bar? What the fuck is nougat? Is nougat? A bar? <laughs> it's literally like leftover materials from the factory thrown together ground up. <laughs> nougat tastes like how different is nougat from meringue? It's nougat supposed to be hard. Nougat, nougat versus meringue, the two textures are not even comparable. So that's how much nougat has no anything. It just has no no uh no pull. Like it's just like what the fuck is nougat? That is weird. <laughs> it's weird. Um, all that to say, maybe I should try a Charleston chew now just to see what <laughs> what that means. Called a Charleston chew. Like that's like a really long name for a candy. That's like, also <laughs> old as fuck. Like I imagine like silent films were out and people were eating Charlie Charleston chew. Give me a Charleston chew. <laughs> <laughs> like we're going to go see a a picture and while we're at the concession stand let's get a charleston like, as i'm as i'm at the concession stand for my uh at my silent movie film i'm asking for a charleston chew and, like a salt <laughs> and i have like a poodle squirt <laughs> those are two different time periods i'm not dumb i'm just riffing here oh Can i get a salt water tappy that's what it feels like. We just came from like the soda shop, like Johnny Rocket <laughs> style. <laughs> I got soda pop and I want a soft water tabby and a Charleston chair <laughs> in my poodle skirts. <laughs> oh my God. We're definitely mixing like time eras, but it's. We are, but it's all, all that to say it's not recent. None of those references were recent. <laughs> that was in the last half century. Or any of those references. and Chew. I can't get over the name. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> insanity. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go going Chew so bad. Halloween. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm gonna go as like a Charleston Chew. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna make people guess. Like, guess what I am? <laughs> and see who, like, if anyone steps up and shares that they love Charleston. Uh, my grandma's gonna know because she's a she knows random this shit. This is the bracket for her. We should have had an old person phone in <laughs> just to see. <laughs> Mima, are you at? <laughs> oh my god! Um, all I have to say, Lemonhead. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven is Atomic Fireball, like those little oh, like little jawbreaker type cinnamon things. I don't know. Versus number two, which is a pixie stick. I'm gonna have to go with the pixie stick for sure. It's like fun dip, but like without the stick. Yeah. So it's parties versus. Oh wait, what? But a, nothing but like a stick full of sugar. Like it's honestly sickening. 
and I don't ever crave again speaking of not craving something I've never craved a pixie stick and that's how you know it was like early days kind of like you know candy because they were like okay we just need to give just give these people fucking sugar just put it in a, a container fuck all the games even the way it's packaged how it's plastic i mean not plastic how it's not plastic how it's paper so like when you really suck on it too much or you get too much saliva on it it like turns like that like, all of that I, it's old again it's like old rap like these are the breaks very much so like, <laughs> You have the basic rap, and then obviously we get better as we go on, but they were giving us bare minerals, honey. Bare and I minerals. know the kids were going crazy for pixie sticks. Going crazy over getting sugar rushes because they're just <laughs> taking them straight to the dome. Very much so cocaine-like. Like, just taking them yeah. straight to the dome and turning up, yeah. you know? Oh, speaking of sugar, there's this great... Um, there's this great show on Netflix that I'm like... And I watch all, oh, it's called Explained. So if you're somebody who just likes to know like a lot of random information, AKA me, um, I recommend watching this. They're like really short episodes. They're like 20 minutes, like 20, 25 minutes. Um, but they just explain like shit. And like one of the things that they explained was actually sugar. Um, and I thought it was actually pretty interesting. There's a lot of like myths that we have about sugar, mm-hmm. um, but they go into like, the different types of like what's super low versus like this versus like that um but like obviously in a more interesting way and it's nice to compact 20 minutes keep pushing but basically like sugar isn't everything sugar less of our brains obviously and um there's just like no way around it just know that that's yeah. my plug <laughs> during this candy talk <laughs> quick sugar during talk during this candy talk if you want to just know anything about sugar if you care just go watch it smarties versus candy cigarettes <laughs> smarties I guess Lemonhead versus pixie stick pixie stick pixie sticks well it's really pixie sticks I don't know why I'm making it a singular pixie stick Pixie six versus Smarties. I guess Smarties. Bleak. I'll vote Pixie stick. Oh my god. I'll I'll vote for the Pixie stick. What one for them? Do you remember? I didn't finish watching it when you called me. Oh. You literally <laughs> called. That's why I brought it up because you called me while I was watching it. Oh. Oops. It's okay. I don't know what one. I can cheat. Let me go for it. I hope something horrible wins for them. I love when they pick something horrible. I mean, all of them are horrible. Watch me Charleston Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Watch them go crazy for a Charleston Jew. see it. They also really like chocolate, so they, I'm sure they responded positively to it. Okay, so the bottom two came down to Pixie Sticks versus Smarties. Like, like we agreed. Like us, okay. And then the one that won was Pixie Sticks. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, okay, great. They could have done a lot worse. Yeah, they could have done a lot worse. Could have been sugar babies for all we know. Uh, yeah, that was all I had. Wow. And and that's all, folks. <laughs> so, dun-dun, 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 and that's all, folks. Yeah, so catch us next time. We'll be talking about Squid Games. Uh, here I go. I say games. It's a game. Um, we will also be talking about, I mean, do I like ruin the other topics or do I keep them hidden? 
No, we'll keep them <laughs> pending. We'll keep them pending, but we have. Other but we topics. can give you a next up. We're trying to give consistency. We want to give you all something to anticipate. Like a a Bravo gives you a little teaser for what's next week. We want to give you what's next week. You know. We'll tell them what's next week. That is what's next week. Squid Game. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I was going speak next week, but yeah, that's fine. Um, but we do have our episodes planned the fuck out. Okay, we're different bitches this time around. All right. And um, again, whenever that episode with Samaj comes out, please listen in and let us know that you listened. It's a good one. It'll be fun. And it's niche and it's dark, which we love. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See ya. Adios. Oh, yeah. Look, they can never keep me down, I'm going And if I ever fail, just know I'll go again I never quit, cause I know that every loss May lead to another win, I'm going up